Cutting your wireless bill in half feels good. Home run in the ninth good. Straight Talk offers 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajara Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. What is up, Jacksonville? Urban Meyer talks again. Trent Balky has a little pre-draft discussion. Yeah. This is such a fun time of year. Yeah. Just got out about an hour and a half meeting How for the that? draft. How was that? Shaping the day. Cool, cool. It's our own little war room. I like it. We've already picked Trevor. As you should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I love this part. I, I'm getting excited. Like I got I got the little uh a little rush just thinking of it. Okay. Um that day is gonna be so much fun. This place is gonna be energized. Uh heck where we work is energized. The city's going to be energized. The mm-hmm. building downtown is going to be energized. Cleveland's going to be jumping, of course, because that's where the draft is. Man, I love it. I love it. I think uh, this is this is the fun of it. And we've never had this kind of fun. We had a lot of fun in Jacksonville. I know a lot of people say lean years and all this stuff. There have been a lot of fun moments. I've been here for one winning season, and I've been here for 13 years. And there's still been a lot of fun moments. Absolutely. But this moment, um, again, is coming up. And just to hear Urban Meyer talk about it and hear – uh, Trent Ball keeps some more. I sat down with him yesterday, and then today he was on with the media, and and just start shaping that night is uh, is a lot of fun. And and then what's wild to me to think of, okay, you go Thursday, you go this whole since what December mm-hmm. of of hope, and like wow, look at this, Jack's got the number one pick, never had it. Wow, look at this, Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. holy cow, we're so lucky. Trevor Lawrence is available when they have the number one pick. But then when Thursday comes and it's over, or let's go to Sunday or Monday instead because there'll still be a kind of a euphoria and you'll get to meet Trevor Lawrence and he'll come meet the media and then you got these other picks that make it interesting. But when Sunday and Monday come, it's like, does that hope start, uh, I mean, stop? And then it's like, man, now I hope it's real. Now let's go make it actionable, right? Now let's put the hope into action. Yeah. And see, now, and I understand they're not playing a game on Monday and they're practicing the Monday after the draft. But you know what I mean? I just wonder how the mindset will change. Will the euphoria change at are, all in Jacksonville you, after the pick? You're talking about the the mindset of the fan base? Yeah. I think there's going to be a buzz up until the first preseason game, maybe even game number one of the regular season. I think that sometimes, you know, when you see that starting rookie quarterback in the first preseason game, you know, there's so much pressure and there's so much um, hype around him. You know, sometimes maybe he comes out, he does okay, right? And then people are off that bandwagon. I don't think Jaguars fans are going to be like that. I think Jaguars fans understand what they have right now with Trevor Lawrence. And I think that hope will be carried on through the preseason regardless of what the product looks like on the field. And then I think game one um, is when that hope hopefully becomes a reality. And you're talking about a guy who's going to turn a franchise around. Interesting. And and obviously, I say one guy, but I said the entire team and the coaching staff as well can turn this franchise around. So that's good. That's good uh, take on it. So because I don't have a great feel for that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where the hope kind of changes to something else, whatever mm. that something else is. Mm. Uh, and you might be exactly right. Uh, you know, it might, it might be that first game, uh, 
it, it might keep building. Maybe he gets off to a good start first impression. I, I just don't to know. Me, I, I don't know where that is. To me, the only way that you're going to lose the hope and the energy and the hype is if you go, you know, you start the season 0-5. Okay. Then, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, here we are again. So you kind of think like this euphoria over Trevor, the honeymoon period of Trevor anyway is a first round. A lot of this buzz, mm-hmm. almost given a disaster of a performance in his rookie season, will almost carry through. Uh, it, it has to through it, the rookie season. It, it, it absolutely well. It, it, it'll carry through at least the first game. Then we'll see how the first game goes from there. But like, we're not excited because of, of Trevor's personality. Even though you know, I think it's it's great and it's it's unique. We're all excited because the quarterback that's going to be playing on the field has talent, uh, possibly talent that the likes of Jackson never seen before. So until we see that talent in live reps on full display. All we have to go off of right now is hype, and that's all good. That's the way it should be. But when we're in game one, game two, game three, and we start to see a little bit of an inkling. Now, we're not going to get a full sample, obviously, but we start to see a resemblance of what kind of quarterback this guy is going to be, what kind of team Urban Meyer is coaching. Then you start to make a prediction. You start to, you know, kind of think about what this team is going to be going forward. Yeah, that's a fair. I think, it, you know, and, and now that you're saying it and I'm kind of thinking about it, you go from hope being the first pick to the hope of being the first practice and the hope being the first game, the hope being the first touchdown, hope being the first yeah. win. You know, there's a lot of hope along the way when you got a guy like this. And again, it's more than him. But yeah. we know that that's the underbelly of it all. And yeah. Urban Meyer is a big part of it, too. Urban Meyer, I said it again today. I can't stop. I apologize for tweeting this every time. But I, I just – What you say? I, I – I just said, here he goes again, he's being transparent again, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, he says, you're going to hear from Urban Meyer. Yeah, I was listening to it. I I was kind of in a a meeting, so I didn't do a good job of prepping Casey. But uh, Urban said, like early on in this news conference today, Mm -hmm. he said, this is my first rodeo. Coaches want a draft for need. Coaches want need. Mm -hmm. I've had to learn about value. Mm -hmm. Like he admits like, he shows, like, a vulnerability mm. about the whole process. I mean, well, first of all, we know we all have an ego. Sure. I know everything. I'm okay. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about me. Yet you've got Urban saying, hey, this is a learning process a little bit. It's a little different to me. From free agency where he said, I don't like the way this is done. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm going to just conform to the NFL way and this is the way it should be done. I don't agree with that. I, I think you should be able to meet these guys, you know, introduce yourself to these guys, not just throw a boatload of money at them. So from that to today where he said, listen, coaches want need. Like, I, I need this player. I need this position. I feel void at this position. I can be better if you give me that player. Whereas the value of the draft is going to be something that will tug back and forth at Urban. And I think it's even more fascinating because we all believe, perception-wise, that Urban Meyer's pushing every button in that building. Mm. Yet it really feels like he's going to lean on the expertise, the experience of Trent Balky here. Now, they're all making the decision together. But mm. to at least maybe push against that, that temptation of Urban to go after the need player – He's going to at least have his ears wide open, listening to bulky about waiting now, now, Herbs. This is there, there's some value in this guy. Let me show you. Here's the value. I just thought that was really that part of it. That was really the one thing that's why I tweeted. I, when you you have a head coach, it's new, new to the NFL, and he's willing to show some vulnerability. I think there's an admirable nature to that. Uh, it, it's almost making. I think a likable nature out of Urban Meyer, who, let's be honest, has not always been the most likable figure as a head coach. So watching that press conference today, I took away one giant thing from Urban Meyer and Trent Baalke. 
there is a giant fundamental difference on how these guys go about building a roster for a football team. If we look back at Trent Baalke's record and what he's done at the GM, you know, in San Fran, he was known for taking a lot of guys that had knee injuries. Now, why? Because a lot of teams would pass them up, they would fall, and that would be a value pick. If you bring a guy in with a knee injury right away, odds are he's not going to play from the get-go, right? Those guys can contribute a year or two years down the line, and you get great value in them. Listening to Urban Meyer today, it's obvious. He wants to win right now. He, he, he does not want to slow play this thing. He doesn't want to long play this thing. He wants to come in 2021 and make a statement and win football games. And listening to Trent Baalke, who's, you know, I think the, the adjective that would describe his whole philosophy is value. There's a fine line between value and win. And I think right now, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's calling the shots. I think how this draft pans out after Trevor Lawrence will determine who's calling these shots or not, uh, or at least who you know who's in charge of everything. But I find it very interesting that there's kind of a back and forth, at least from what I saw in terms of the energy that I saw on on the video, where Urban seems like he wants to win right now as he should, and I think Balky wants to win right now as well. But I feel like Balky is more of the guy that wants to slow play this thing and say, "Hey, calm down. We're not going to win a Super Bowl in one year. We got to build this thing for the future." Well, it is interesting to me when you say it something like that because the slow play way ago and is almost this, and this, uh, don't take this as a criticism of uh, Trent. But it's kind of like a job security measure of NFL folks. It's like, hey, if we wait a little bit longer to build this thing and tell people that the window's a little wider open, wide open, and it's going to take a bit to 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 get better from one fifteen, oh, well, it's a good chance to keep my job longer, right? Yeah. Whereas you got the mentality of Urban, it's like we're going to win now, and we're not going to like you're saying, we're not going to worry about that. We're going to go win now because that's all I know. That's all sure. we're doing. And and again, I don't think. I'm not even saying Trent Baalke's doing that, but I think it's a little bit NFL guy potentially versus college guy of well, sitting around waiting for anything. We're going to get at well, it, you know, go, going to get after it. I think it's a little bit more maybe personnel guy versus coach guy, too. It might not be NFL versus college. but No, I don't think it's that. Coach always knows he's on the clock, right? I think it's a combination of looking at last year's results, seeing the roster right now, and what Urban, Urban Meyer brings as a mentality as a head coach now. Because let's be honest. They go 1-15 last year. Now, they've addressed a lot of needs in free agency. But knowing everything that we know about Urban Meyer right now, obviously this guy's a competitor. And obviously this guy has brought in guys that he trusts to help get his message across. I think Urban Meyer right now thinks, listen, we don't have the best team in the NFL in terms of personnel on paper, but with my coaching philosophy, I can get these guys to where they need to be. Yeah. So trust me, like let's go after these these maybe explosive, these fast guys. Let's win right now because I'm confident in my coaching abilities and I'm confident in who I hired that we can get this job done. And I think Trent Bulk is on the other side saying, Urban, I understand that, but let's keep in mind, this team went 1-15 last year, all right? And there's still a lot of players from last year that are still on this team right now. I know you're a talented coach, but we got to slow play this thing a little bit. So to me, it's like a juxtaposition to say, what are we going to go with? Are we going to go all in right now, win off the get-go, or are we going to slow play this thing a little bit and plan for the future? By the way, there's a great methodology in business and success and all that that says you don't want the guy that's going to think exactly like you. You want the different guy. And so that can create a great checks and balances, a, a, a really good chemistry equation, all those things. So it's interesting. I have another thought on what you just said. You, you I almost asked this question today in the news conference. I was kind of driving, so I decided not to. But I had a thought about it. Before we do that, let's listen to this, the sound that I was referencing. Urban Meyer, where I believe 
this is a guy that has been so successful. He's coming to the NFL, but I love the fact that he's not coming to the NFL saying, I know more than you. Mm. I'm talking inside the building, not to us and me. Mm. He's not coming in there saying, I know everything. He's willing to learn, uh, and he knows there's going to be an adjustment time, and he's willing to accept that. He's he's noted that, and in that sense, I feel like he's shown a little bit of vulnerability. Listen in. Coach, I find myself always looking at need, and that's where you got to be cautious. You start chasing players instead of uh, this whole the whole idea of value is completely new to me, and that's something that uh, you know I'm relying on. You know, Joe Cullen and Bevel as coordinators, and Brian Snyder, who have extensive uh, experience in the NFL, and then obviously Trent and his staff. So there's uh, Urban, and he went on to say even more than that, but it just. For the folks that think this is a national folks thing, and I think it's maybe some of the people that are a little mm, about urban, even the, from the Gator days, uh, if there mm. are those people, which I think those people do exist. I think what I've learned, again, I covered urban. Now, we weren't super, we're not in Gainesville, but we covered those teams. They were very good. I mm. mean, we went to national championship weeks. We covered them as much as we could from Jacksonville. So we were around it. For the folks that think, like, ah, the guy never changes, this, uh, like, I just don't think you hear that kind of soundbite from Urban Meyer in, in Gainesville. Uh, now, he had been coaching a little bit. He had had some success, all those things. Mm-hmm. But it was a different time period. But that's been my point all along. It's like, this isn't the same guy. This isn't the same coach. This isn't the same um, man, whatever it is, however you want to characterize it, as was here in those years that, that Gator fans remember. Now. I'm not saying he's a totally different guy. I'm mm-hmm. just talking people change a little bit. They learn along the way. And this is a this is an urban that I've just never really heard. And But he's been like this since he got to Jacksonville. He's been super transparent. Yeah. He's shown some vulnerabilities. He's not sitting there saying, I know everything. But damn it, we're going to go get it done. Like, he's still that guy. Damn it, we're going to go get it done. Yeah. I really appreciate that about Urban Meyer during these first few months. I, I don't know if it stays like this. Uh, but I and, – and what I said in my tweet today – is, yeah, I appreciate it as a media member, but it's for the fans, like for the fans to see some transparency there, um, for them to even see some vulnerability there, for him to kind of take fans through the process. Hey, man, that's what being a fan's about. That, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's why there's media availability. You hope people bring that rather than the stand pad answer that you get every draft luncheon, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I think it's Urban Meyer, too, realizing that, you know, the college to pro game I'm sure he knows this by now, but it's drastically different. And I think at the college level, obviously Urban Meyer was that great motivator. He was that great recruiter, and he was that great culture builder. And I think he knew this before he got to Jacksonville, but now it's just reassuring him to the fact that it takes a lot more than just recruiting, quote-unquote, free agents, um, building a culture and all this stuff. There's so much more intricacies to the NFL, right? Because now you have salary caps. Now you have... Essentially, players that you can't—I mean, you can try to mold them, but they're not kids anymore. These are these are grown men that play the game all for different reasons. So there's a lot more factors that go into place with it, and it takes some time to learn. So I think with Urban Meyer, you know, he's he's falling back on the guys that he trusts once again, whether it's the coordinators, the position coaches, you know, the GM, whatever the case may be. But he's deferring to these guys because they've been there before. They've seen it. They know the operations in and out. Not to say Urban Meyer still not the leader because he's going to be the guy that's going to build this culture, that's going to shape this team in his image. But he can't do it all himself. It would be naive to come in and think, I'm going to turn this whole thing around by myself, and what what I say goes. 
No, you have to humble yourself as well and say, I got some things to learn, and I'm going to learn um, as the season goes along. Yeah, and I think he's – I just really appreciate that. But maybe I appreciate it too much. I just think it's really been cool to see. Uh, uh, I I think this is um – this is a head coach right now who's transitioned to the NFL and as great as a coach as he has been. He's not sitting there pounding his chest say, I know more than you. Now, quietly, he says, I'm going to go kick your ass. Like, I, I know he says that. Absolutely. I mean, you better. I want my coach saying that. Yeah. Uh, but I just there, there's really a cool part of Urban that I didn't expect to see. I, I don't know what I was expecting. I just didn't expect that part uh, so far. And uh, I, I think it's been cool. One thing that came up, I didn't ask the question. I, I really didn't want to. Uh, piggybacking off what he just said, what we just played about need and value. Mm -hmm. I want you to answer this. Okay. Okay. You got to put the coaching hat on now. Okay. And this is a conversation we've had. It's going to kind of rub into some context that we've had in the past on the show, but I would have liked to ask and know if at 25, if you have a player that, you see could really run Daryl Bevel's system, Joe Cullen's system really well, okay? You okay. think that'd be a nice fit in there. Mm -hmm. But you have another player that you valued at like seven or eight picks even higher because they're a hell of a football player, Okay. right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, I can make that guy fit anywhere. Okay. Where are you going? To like, what are you doing with that kind of – dilemma as Trent Baalke would say yeah to me it depends on the position because you, you can go a million ways with this um it, it all depends on the position to me okay well let's take you to defensive line let's okay. go to some of the positions that they could take at 25 33 okay defensive line yes you taking a guy that you're like this guy's a monster yes right sure so or, obviously we're we talking Christian Barmore I don't know who I'm talking sure okay. if you want okay. to talk Christian Barmore yeah. or okay are you talking this guy's not as big as a monster as this guy is, but he's a really good foot fit what we're going to try to do over the next two years. Uh, that's the same position? Line. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm taking Barmore all day. I mean, I'm, the monster? I'm taking – yeah, you take the guy up front. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Now, if there's like a giant red flag that turns you off, then possibly you think of the future. But no, like if, if there's a clear-cut favorite at defensive tackle, at least from the get-go – yeah, you take him all day. Okay, so the reason I ask the question is because I feel like did they do this a little bit with a guy like Chase on? Okay. Okay. Yep. Where they or with even Taven Bryan, if you go back, where they tried to jockey him around position, and mm. they say, hey, Taven Bryan at twenty eight at the time, we're like, hey, that guy's he's a monster. Like he's good athletically. Listen, I understand Jacksonville. You don't you're not a big fan of Taven Bryan, but yeah. the, the evaluators are like, this guy's what an athlete. You sure. know, he, he's a strong dude can move all this stuff. Sure. That's why they fell in love with him. But it's like, okay, then they moved him to the outside and they didn't really utilize the skill set. So where did they see him? Mm -hmm. Did they just take him because we think he can be a really good football player rather than, well, we would have been better off getting this guy over here. He would have fit into our scheme, our system a lot better. Say the same about a guy like Chason. Again, we've had these discussions. Yeah. Chason, did they go get him because he has the ability to do a lot of different things and could potentially be a star in this league? That's where they see it. But he doesn't fit exactly yet with what we're doing because we're running a 4-3, but we're still going to take him. We're going to find a way to make him great and work. No, the, you have to draft, and this is what Joe Cullen alluded to. I think the guys that he brings in are going to fit his, fit his defense. Did Tavon Bryan have, have a lot of hype coming out of college? Possibly. But you did him zero favors to put him at a five technique, all right, or, or a big end technique, yeah. if you will. 
to me, that, that could have crushed his confidence. And, and maybe he's not the same player now because of that decision right there. Caleb on Chason is used to playing in a 3-4 outside linebacker spot. Standing up, drop back into coverage. You put his hand in the dirt. I think they realize, and if we're talking interior defensive line, it's a little different because I'm not sure. I mean, I think Barmore could do both. You could be hybrid a bit more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think Urban Meyer knows, and if we're talking about the defensive side of the ball, Joe Cullen knows that whoever they bring in, it's not going to be like, all right, we're going to put you in this new spot here. You have to learn on the fly. They're going to feel comfortable day one being asked what they're supposed to do. Well, I think it's a, the question why, and again, it probably would have been hard to phrase it and even get fully what I want out of it. But I like you're doing a good job with this, but the – if you asked me this question three years ago, I was like, no, Brent, they're going to take the guy that's kind of fit in there so he can play at his highest levels, right? Sure. Well, they didn't. They didn't do that here. They yeah. didn't do it with Chase on. They For didn't sure. do it with Taven Bryan. Yeah. You know, and then we get all these people that say, hey, go get offensive linemen. Oh, just move him to guard. He's a tackle. Oh, just move him to guard or move him yeah. to tackle or move him to center. It's like, well, that's what we – some guys can and some guys can't. Yeah. So is it better to pass on the 20th ranked guy on your board and take the 26th ranked guy because – well, that guy's going to fit and excel in our system to, uh, more than the other guy that we're going to have no, to teach how to do our system. It's, it, I would have passed on Chase on if I'm playing a 4-3 defense. I would have passed on Taven Bryan if I had him playing big end technique. Now, if these guys fit your defense and they fit the mold, then you take them. But if they're exciting, um, if they're a beast of a player, but you don't see them fitting your mold, well, then no, you, th- you can't justify taking those guys. Did Taven, did Taven Bryan get a vote of confidence today from Urban Meyer? Hmm. Did you catch this? at all in the news conference today if you were listening we'll share it with you and find out the answer coming up on action sports jacks on espn 690 now the first alert forecast on espn 690 mostly sunny and warm today but comfortable humidity highs reach the low 80s this afternoon join me beginning at 5 p.m for cbs 47 at fox 30 action news jacks for the first alert weather center i'm tv neurologist mike burrish the Weather Center is brought to you by Beards Diamonds. Don't miss the buy one, get one free on wedding bands through this Sunday. Where else can you get lunch and brunch and booze and specials? Only one place at Colhane's Irish Pub at Atlantic Beach and on the south side. It's as Irish as you can get. Owned by four Irish sisters. And yeah, they've got fish and chips, of course, shepherd's pie. Go today for lunch or dinner. Eat in, order out. Colhane'sIrishPub.com for the full menu. And try the new Five Sisters Vodka at happy hour. Lunch and brunch and booze and specials and so much more. Two locations, Atlantic Beach and the south side. Colhane's Irish Pub, Irish Saturday with five-star class. Oh, boy, you have that look on your face. <clears throat> that grumbling Greg face. Boss asking you to do work. <clears throat> no, I don't think it's unreasonable to ask somebody to work at work. <clears throat> That's why we switched to peak push to talk. <clears throat> yeah, push to talk is back. Connect instantly to anybody anywhere in the country. Boop. <clears throat> Get used to the boop. And working at work, too. It's kind of a thing we do. Boop Nationwide. Learn more at booptotalk.com. It's been six months since my wife leased her new Cadillac from Fields Auto Group, and she absolutely loves it. It's our first experience with Fields, and it's been terrific. They say you can step up to luxury for less, and we did. Not just a luxury Cadillac XT6. The car is beautiful. But the customer service is extra special, too. It was like that at Fields Cadillac Jacksonville, and it will be like that at any of the Fields locations in Jacksonville. Cadillac, of course, Jaguar, Land Rover, Lexus, Mercedes-Benz, 
and Porsche as well. Yes, it's luxury for less at all Fields Auto Group locations in Jacksonville. Plus, you'll also be part of their exclusive Fields Amenities Program, where you will get complimentary loaners, car washes, and cafes. We are now part of that Fields Amenities Program, and my wife tried the loaner program. It was easy and a nice added benefit. So whatever you're driving, see Fields and step up to luxury for less. Check out their locations all around Jacksonville, just like we did. You can go visit Fields Auto. Boss, boss, Crooks or Us just put out a special bulletin about Safe Touch security. Special bulletin about Safe Touch? Oh, this is going to fire up my ulcer. I know it. Boss, the headline says Safe Touch Security has announced their new advanced video surveillance system. Oh, here it comes. Oof, this is huge. It's a multi camera, interior, and exterior professional surveillance system with 24 7 video storage. Great. Just what we need is Safe Touch up in their game again. Boss, this is next level. I think Fort Knox would be jealous of this thing. Oh, deep breaths. They can keep their fancy camera system. It doesn't change the Crooks or Us Golden Rule one bit. Stay away from Safe Touch houses. Nope, doesn't change it, but it sure underlines it. Just get me a glass of milk, will you? Crooks, know to stay away from Safe Touch houses. Hi, I'm Lester Jackson, president of Safe Touch Security Systems. No one beats our technology or our price. Call Safe Touch today at 888-723-8682 or go to safetouch.com. State license number EF233. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Smoothie King is blending goodness to fuel your greatness. They make sure every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses whole fruits and only organic veggies. You'll never find any sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives in the smoothies. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of the blends. Skip the line and place your order online now at SmoothieKing.com for contactless pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Everybody, this is Brent Morneau from Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Hope you catch the show Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. But if you can't catch it, or if you want to go back and listen again, check out the Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 podcast. Just search ESPN 690 in your podcast app. Austin Lane. I had braces. I still have my permanent retainer in. It's been knocked out twice. Brent Martino. So it's not once, stuck in there. <laughs> once, uh, one, no, it's not stuck so in there. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Are you as fired up as I am today? I don't think anybody. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'll be honest, man. It's been, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, man. Oh, no. No, man. Listen, I just got done talking yeah. to somebody about sleep. You've convinced me that sleep well, is important. No, it is, man. I, I, just... I try to tell my kids now sleep is important. Miles Jack takes a lot of naps during the day. Yeah. What, um, what happened? Can you tell yeah, us? Can you share? I mean, like, you know me, like, I'm kind of an open book, so I'll you just... You throw up in the middle of the night. No, I didn't throw up in the middle of the night, man. I'm just going to throw it out there because I'm an open book, but... um, you... Should I tweet this? You don't have to tweet this, man. Okay. It's a little more personal. I'd rather people not know about this, to tell you the truth. I'm kind of I'm kind of dropping some knowledge right now, Brent. A little respect, please. I'd rather nobody know this, but here we go. Well, no, because I told you, man, I'm an open book, and that's how the show works. But, um, yeah, I, I really had trouble sleeping last night because... 
Okay, here we go. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers play the Padres, and Corbin Burns, like, okay, you know how I feel about the Wisconsin athletics, right, in terms of professional sports. I mean, there, there's so many MVPs in that state, Brent, yeah, and it's, it's exhausting. It is. It's exhausting. Most valuable Wisconsin. And now, and now we're going to have to add Corbin Burns um, to the C.Y. Young uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the award winner because this guy is, is lights out. He's 2-1-1 right now with a, a .37 ERA, Ooh. and I can't sleep with that, man. Um, I, I just there's only so many MVPs and 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 see why uh, award-winning you know pitchers that Wisconsin can have, man. And I feel like that state's gonna be busting at the seams, and it's just it's keeping me up at night. Well, listen, I'm sorry you didn't sleep better. Um, it's all good, man. I mean, have you seen the splitter that he's throwing these days? It's not even fair. Where did this guy come from? He's been around for a little bit, but he's been elevated. Like he was a reliever for a little while, and now he's been elevated to the starting uh, role. Casey, he's been there since. You know, you, you play fantasy baseball, Casey. So when you see what happens, I was always a big fan of fa- fantasy baseball. Sure, sure. The reason sure. why is one, you get to know a lot of the different players like around the league. That's one thing fantasy does for everything. Yeah. Uh, so every sport. Yeah. In fact, we one time back in Albany, we did fantasy NBA just because like we don't feel like we know the league very well. Sure. And so we didn't have any reason to know the league. We're up in Albany, freaking New York. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so we did it. And I was like, ah, okay, that didn't really do much for me anyway. Uh, maybe I just didn't want to know the league very well. Yeah. But uh, at least at the time, this was like back in 2003. So, but baseball is a great one. Like my favorite fantasy sport to play is baseball. Yeah. You know why? Because it's habitual. You get up every day or at night before you mm-hmm. set your lineup. You have to do it on a daily basis. Yeah. I screw up football all the time because I'm like, oh, crap, it's Sunday, and I'm like at the stadium and live. Like, I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, or it's yeah, a yeah. Thursday night game, and yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. But I love Major League Baseball fantasy draft because when you get to – or fantasy play, because you'll get to know everybody, mm-hmm. all these guys. Like, I have no idea really who this guy is, and I pay attention to some baseball. Yeah. But also because you get to set your lineup. So, Casey – with that being said, you play fantasy baseball, but you may just know who this guy is. Give us a little background on Mr. Burns. So he was a high leverage reliever when they were. Oh, I love le- high leverage love crazy baseball. Yeah, I don't know the thing, but that sounds good. He was one of those good. when they were making that playoff push a couple years ago. Last year, same thing. He started a little bit. This year, Preach. they didn't expect him to be this good, I don't Preach. think. Preach. Preach. No, they didn't. 40 they didn't strikeouts in 24 and a third innings. So, are you okay? <laughs> no wonder why you didn't sleep well. Oh, what? Uh, I just blacked out. What was that? What were those numbers again, Casey? 40 strikeouts, 24 oh, in the third inning. So that's most of his outs are strikeouts. Third? He's a fantasy god. I He should have went higher in drafts. Fantasy and I don't god. Have. He's got a 97-mile-per-hour cutter, Brent. And, and seriously, like, if I'm the – Last night I was watching the game. I mean, if I was a Padres batter, I would have just walked up and said, I quit. Like, I quit the sport of baseball. If this is what it's gotten to now with Corbin Burns and this 95% or 95-mile-per-hour cutter, 97, whatever it is. It's not even fair. It's just he's he's stealing cases. So out is there. this a little Mariano like where he accidentally found this great cutter all of a sudden and now he's had like a rebirth of a career? Or is he a young guy that's always had stuff? No, he's – so I think he's a young guy, but they just slowly brought him along. Correct. Like, they, they didn't think he was going to be, like, this. this good, yeah. But he showed promise early on. He was kind of the setup man for a while with Hayter yeah. um, back in, like, 19 or 18 it would have been. And, and now he's really established himself in that role. So. All right. So he's always kind of had the nasty cutter, though. 
Yeah, but yeah, now he's just yeah. now he's doing he's, it from the starting. For whatever reason, and, he's I think he's, he's like, filthy now. He's elevated the elevate the the miles per hour. The, yeah, the probably Brewers have velocity. no shortage in arms. By the way, their bullpen is incredible, and now they got him in their rotation. But high leverage is Casey. high leverage is Preach. another one of these new phrases. Yeah, like in baseball, mm-hmm. but it's a good one. Like I'm not keen on all the the stuff in Major League Baseball that's new, mm-hmm. but that makes a lot of sense. Like to me, that really the the analytics of that make a ton of sense. If you have, uh. Let's say it's a 2-1 game, all right, and you're in the bottom of the eighth inning or top of the eighth inning, Mm -hmm. and you have Judge, Stanton, and whoever the heck hits next in the order for the Yankees. Why wouldn't you bring your closer in for those guys or your best guy in for those guys Mm -hmm. than the ninth inning where you're going to see five, six, seven? Mm-hmm. And you could maybe put your next best guy, or if the guy has a clean inning, then you can keep him out there. But I, I think it makes sense. So I like high leverage. All right. Uh, that was getting so us way off topic. Yeah, sorry, that's man. why you didn't sleep well. That's why I didn't sleep well. Glad I'm the family's thinking... okay, though. No, the, the, I know, <laughs> right? I'm nervous for a moment. Well, no, I'm sorry, man. It's just it's, 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 so, it's so many MVPs, Brennan. It's so many. I hear you. CY Young. <laughs> CY Young. <laughs> CYO. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's hear from Urban Meyer. Do you think, this is what I want, I want you to deduct. Yes. I I felt one name when he talked about this in the context that he did. He was asked about the defensive line. Okay. Okay. And he has a, a, some really interesting thoughts on the defensive line in general. Sure. But he brings up there's one part of this soundbite that made me think, ah, it's a little bit of vote of confidence and some faith okay. in Taven Bryan. I want to know if you interpreted it the same way. Here we go. Yeah. The, the edge is a little deeper than the interior, but there are some really quality players uh, inside as well. We addressed some of the needs on the defense line of free agency. That was obviously a high need area for us. We're not done yet, uh, but that's uh, we're actually today, this afternoon, we're going to finalize. That's uh, that's one of the final pieces when, when Trent said we're finishing the board. That's one of the final pieces we're actually working on. That's obviously, that's how good is your team? How good is your D-line? That's the first answer. How good is your team? How good is your defensive line? And uh, we we have some really solid pieces right now uh, that we even believe will play better as they get a little more mature and, and we move on and the scheme fits some of our personnel. Uh, but that's a great question. And this afternoon, we have to get that answered. It's not it's not completely done yet. Brent, what are you talking about? Taven Bryan? You didn't hear that last part? Doug Costin, Devon Hamilton. Is that who you think? Well, because he said they fit this scheme. What has Taven Bryan showed us when he put in the, the, the big end technique? How did he do? But he essentially said, like, and I'm not telling you it couldn't have been Costin. I'm and just it couldn't have been Devon Hamilton. Which, which, which of these guys have had experience playing a 3-4 defense in a two-gap? Doug Costin, Devon Hamilton. So you don't think he was talking about Taven Bryan at all? No. Can can you cue up the last, like, 12 seconds of that? <laughs> well, I just want to make back sure. in. No, play the whole thing again. Let's hear it. No, not the whole thing. Well, okay. Oh, we don't have to. You, wanna, you, when you have it ready for the last like twelve seconds, I want to hear the last twelve, fifteen seconds again, okay. if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, you tell me when, uh, Casey. I'm asking him to do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But I bet it's crushed your dreams with Taven Bryan. Well, you might have, but it wasn't. Nec- <laughs> don't listen to right before the scheme part. Okay. About okay. young guys that have played solid, and we almost like we have. We don't know if we've got as much as we can out of them. That okay. was the part that got. Listen again. Okay, I'm listening. And uh, we we have some really solid pieces right now uh, that we even believe will play better as they get a little more mature and, and we move on and the scheme fits some of our personnel. Uh, but that's a great question. And this afternoon, we have to get that answered. It's not it's not completely done yet. Will play better as they mature. Like to me, that was Taven Bryan. That uh, part was Taven Bryan. The scheme part could have been the Costins and Devon Hamilton. And by the way, I thought Hamilton played pretty well. 
Hey, man, how many years does Tavon or Taven Bryant have to, to, to mature? How, how many years is he in the NFL? I don't know. He's, he's 25 years old right now. I don't know, but they didn't cut him and they cut Josh Oliver, who we've never seen. Well, so. that's a, okay. So <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is Taven Bryant's going on his fourth year. Doug Costin. Young guy. Young guy. He's got to be like, what, 22, 23? Well, what's the deal with Costin? Was he somewhere else before? He came out of nowhere and played pretty good football for him. Yeah. Kind of a little diamond in oh, the rough. Oh, he, he was a rookie last year. Oh, he was a rookie? Yeah, he's a rookie. Okay. Um, I didn't know if he had had like a stop in like Denver or something before that. But Yeah. No, you're thinking of Gutsis. Well, no, it wasn't. I didn't know he was. I didn't know he wasn't that okay. old. I, I, I just you. thought maybe he had a year or two under his belt. Yeah. I I mean, listen, he could be referring to Taven Bryan, but I'm leaning a little more towards Devon Hamilton and, and possibly and, Doug Costin. might not be wrong. It, yeah. it was the part, again, the scheme part for what you said makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The part where he said maturity, and now that could go to a young guy, but I, I mean, I didn't, I actually sensed a more experienced beyond the years kind of guy in Devon Hamilton when he played. Sure. Like, I didn't ex- really experience this. The, 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 if you put maturity around Tevin, Taven Bryan mm-hmm. and immaturity, I can buy into that. Sure. Like I, I would – I'm not trying to kill Taven Bryan here, okay? I, I'm just saying I could, I could see that, all right, you're not sure you got the best out of this guy yet because of the mental approach to the game, being a pro, all these kind of things. And that's – listen, it's not like he's showing up in police reports. No, There's, no. That no. doesn't mean that is, is what I'm trying to get across. No. I'm just saying, hey, some guys are slower to mature, take to it, and, and this will be – I'll say this about Taven Bryant. Mm-hmm. If he makes it to the opening day roster, mm-hmm. if he does play, mm-hmm. uh, and this is not his agent talking, but he he will, I would expect, because this is what happens in these situations, will play the best football he's ever played at the NFL level. I don't know if that's good enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. But he, this is like a do or die year in the NFL for Taven Bryant. Yeah, right? it's, it's a massive year for him. Yeah, it's definitely a do or die year. And listen, I I want Taven Bryan to succeed. Like I actually, I enjoy talking to that guy. You know, I interviewed him last year at training camp. Had a great interview. Um, I I, I think he's a cool dude. I'll be honest with you. Um, and I think that he plays the game the right way in terms of the passion and the energy that he brings. He actually, I've said it before. He he reminds me like the way that he plays reminds me a lot of myself. Until I figure out, hey, I got to slow things down a little bit. Um, and you know, like physically, I'm good, but I got to focus on the mental part a little more. And I think that's where he's at as well. The only thing, though, to me that is counting big time against Taven Bryan right now is, and once again, we'll see how this this defense comes to fruition. But if we assume it's going to be that traditional 3-4 base defense and you're going to ask your defensive tackles to two-gap, well, Taven Bryan hasn't really done that. And when we're talking about a two-gap technique, that that is all technique. Like, you can't get away with two-gapping. You can't get away with just athleticism and brute strength because if you get thrown out of your gap in a two-gap, the, the holes are going to – you thought the holes are bad the past couple of years? Wait till you're in a 3-4 defense trying to two-gap. And that, that's where Taven Bryan is right now. So unless he has like a complete 180 in terms of the mental makeup of how he approaches this game and how he approaches playing in the trenches, it's hard for me to believe he's going to be able to adapt to a 3-4 defense. Well, they have said, though, now, Joe Cullen has said, want a hybrid position, uh, want a hybrid defense at times. So, I mean, how much do they switch it up? How much does that favor him on some looks, some snaps, some scheme, some yeah. game plans? Like, I don't it, know what that means, but it could play into him not always having to be in that spot. The, it's obviously going to be because every single team runs a hybrid yeah. defense. But the, the key phrase that Joe Cullen told everybody is it's going to be a base 3-4 defense. Yeah. Anytime a coach says we're going to run a base or do this, the base is your identity. 
So yeah, it's gonna they're gonna have wrinkles, maybe like Baltimore did all this stuff. But when you say base three four, that's your identity and that's who you are. So especially out of the base packages, Taven Bryan's gonna have to two gap. Can he do that? I haven't seen it, and I'm not very confident that he can. I've died on a lot of hills in my career in Jacksonville. Yep. I'm just gonna tell you right now, I ain't dying on the Taven Bryan hill. So you think he's gonna make the roster? No, I'm just bringing this up for. I just I my I mean when when, when when Urban Meyer said that today my mind went to Taven Bryan it did not go as much to the other guys you mentioned Costin and Hamilton mm. I don't know if I'm right or wrong mm-hmm. but I'm also not going to try to talk anybody into it because I'm not dying on that hill okay. I've, I've picked some bad hills to die on before yeah. and Taven Bryan's not the hill I'm picking on sorry okay I'm okay. uh, sorry Taven okay I like him too and I'm yeah. hoping for the best Me too. but I almost wonder if he can have like a Dewan Smoot kind of breakout yeah where he, it figures it out. Maybe this is the year he figures it out. Maybe, maybe. He, Why wouldn't they have cut him already? Maybe who? Tave, Tave Some Brian? people would argue they should have cut him last year during the season. The Tave old regime. Yeah. Well, I think. I mean, because I've been here before. Depth is really big in terms of. of, of defensive line playing a 3-4 defense. Like I know that because I played a 3-4 defensive tackle in Kansas City when I was 280 pounds. Did I want to play that? Absolutely not. But I was at their mercy. It is what it is. Jags fans, you can win a chance to meet the pick courtesy of TIAA Bank. Just visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick to register each day through draft night. Eight days remain. No purchase required to enter or win. For eligibility and other details, see the official rules at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. We'll be right back on ESPN 690. ESPN 690 Sports Center Update. We're having a great Wednesday. I'm Jake Mitchell. Former Washington football tight end and seven-year NFL veteran Jordan Reed said he's retiring from the game because of lingering issues that he has from multiple concussions that he suffered throughout his career. And also in the NFL, despite having what he would consider an off year, Pittsburgh Steelers have given Mike Tomlin a three-year extension. According to Stephen A. Smith, he deserved it. You look around the National Football League and there's a whole bunch of coaches uh, with far more suspect resumes that have jobs in the NFL. So when I look at it from that perspective, I don't want to hear about Mike Tomlin, you know, being under pressure more, any more than, you know, what he's normally under. You need to win when you're in Pittsburgh. You need to be a respectable team. There are elements that he can address, but in the end, there is no question the record speaks for itself. 145, 78, and 1. Sports Center Update is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. Morgan & Morgan. For the people. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Welcome into the show, a name you know. If you've been listening and watching ESPN for a long time, I know you know him. We're going to call him one of the forefathers, if you will, of sports radio, Mike Greenberg. Thank you. Forefathers is an interesting network. That's fascinating. Every every day, as I talk to more people, I get older and older. So <laughs> that's kind of funny. Listen weekdays from three to six p.m. in your car, or stream them ESPN690.com. We should always be looking at our finances, but 2020 made my family take an even closer look, a bit more of a deeper dive, and it might have done the same for you, even into the world of retirement. Although that's a bit down the road for me, it might be closer for you, and your plan should already be under a microscope, and you have to lean on the experts to help guide the right plan. My friend Mike Lester with Talent Wealth Management is the perfect partner. He will provide a complimentary analysis and a plan for you. Call him at 904-515-5000 or visit Guarding Your Nest Egg 
guardingyournestegg.com. That's 904-515-5000 or guardingyournestegg.com. Mike will give you the guidance you need as retirement gets closer. He can help you convert company plans to private plans, a move that might give you higher returns and more options. You've earned the money. Now make sure you are ready for whenever retirement will be. Call Mike Lester at Talent Wealth Management, 904-515-5000. That's 904-515-5000. Or visit guardingyournestegg.com. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry with 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Smoothie King is blending goodness to fuel your greatness. They make sure every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses whole fruits and only organic veggies. You'll never find any sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives in the smoothies. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of the blends. Skip the line and place your order online now at SmoothieKing.com for contactless pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. There is a taste of the islands in every drop of Vida de Luis tequila, imported directly from Tequila, Mexico, to Jacksonville Beach. Vida de Luis is the only locally owned tequila in Jack's Beach. Support local and try Vida de Luis. Award-winning, smooth, all-natural, no aldehydes or additives, which means wake up feeling good the next morning. Find out where you can pick up a bottle of Vida de Luis, Blanco, Reposado, or Añejo. Just visit VidaDeLuis.com. Support local and taste the islands in every drop. The Jacksonville Auto Show is back. Celebrate one of the First Coast's premier events, May 7th through 9th, at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. Check out the hottest 2021 models, ride and drives, classics and exotics, and even historic military vehicles. Everything sanitized in a safe and clean environment. The Auto Show, Mother's Day weekend, May 7th through 9th. Free parking from Star Credit Union. Discount coupons at gate gas stations. Tickets available only online at jacksautoshow.com. Hey, April is Financial Literacy Month. At some point, you've said to yourself, man, if only I had known. We all make money mistakes, but the worst mistake is not educating our kids and teens about how money, credit, and debt work. So make a point to really talk with your kids about money. If you need help, visit any one-to-one financial credit union branch or our website at 121fcu.org. They're never too young to start investing and never too old to stop learning. Thanks. Federally insured by NCUA. Find just what you're looking for at Arlington Toyota. With over 700 new Toyotas available, Arlington has the model you want, with the features you want, at the price you want. And with every new Toyota purchase, you get Arlington's worry-free 30-day exchange policy and a lifetime powertrain warranty with unlimited time and unlimited miles. Shop ArlingtonToyota.com or in person at 10939 Atlantic Boulevard. To all you do-it-yourselfers, get ready to welcome Fram into the fam. Because America's number one oil filter brand now has their own new line of motor oil and fluids. And it's only at Advance and CarQuest Auto Parts. Stop into Advance and choose from four new Fram oil change bundles starting at just $20.99. 
They have the oil and filters you need to keep your engine running stronger, longer. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. Hey everybody, this is Brett Martineau. If you're usually listening to ESPN 690 in your car, we appreciate it. But your boss says you're working from home this week, so take us with you. Your smart speaker brings ESPN 690 into your home office. Tell your Amazon Echo or Google Home to play ESPN 690. Well, the easiest way to answer that is no negatives. You know, all the research we've done, you know, you're always looking for the stars to align when you're looking at prospects, whether that be from a physical, mental, uh, character back, you know, whatever the case may be. And with, with his situation, uh, like many others in this draft, the stars all align, and that's what you're looking for. Listen, we need a little star alignment in Jacksonville. That was GM Trent Falke. Brent Martin of Austin Lane. Casey. Yeah, I've kind of like forgotten about Coos. Yeah? Coos He's is just like, a figment of your imagination. Coos is like three producers ago. I know, man. I mean, Casey. We're going through the rotations right now. Steve Austin. Yes. Silverware St- Steve Austin. Yep. Haven't given Casey a nickname yet. Nah. It's Casey with a K. I mean, like. Casey Kaysen. I keep going back to Casey Kaysen, which is obviously. You uh, don't even know who that is. You know, you know Casey Kaysen. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> M- Mr. Audible Chocolate, no? Dang, man. I told How you old are you, know. Casey? He's 23. Oh, wow. We yeah, had to say a discussion about Ryan Sandberg. <laughs> For sure. I knew that. I yeah, knew he, that he didn't know that one. <laughs> I'm Casey Kaysen. Yeah, man. Golden Mr. Right Audible. There, man. Oh, Mr. Audible Chocolate himself. Is he, did he pass away? I believe he did. He did? Yeah. All right. R.I.P. to the GOAT, man. What did he, I think he... Did he? Um, oh, who am I thinking? Who used to do the New Year's Eve? Uh, Dick Clark. Dick Clark. You know, Dick Clark had a stroke, right? I believe so. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, this dude was Shaggy from Scooby Doo, or is this a different dude? Whoa! I don't. Huh? Huh? Okay, different dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh wait, do you mean the voice or just like in the? Yeah, he had to be the voice. Yeah, maybe. the vo- the original voice. Oh, he might have been. I guess. Was or he? there's a dude with a similar set spelling that has also died, and yeah. Yeah, he passed away in 2014. And she writes in, Dear Casey. What was that called? It's like the request something. It's like uh, a request and dedication. Request and dedication. I tried that. You know, I wanted to do that. <laughs> I seriously did. I tried it one time in TV. Okay. Okay. And, and I thought it would be great in Jacksonville. And I've actually even tried. I think we tried this one time in our first year. Yeah. And I just wanted to try it for a week. And it just didn't yeah. take off. Yeah. But what... The whole old request and dedication segment of radio, yeah, you know, which everybody kind of grew up on, which you don't really need to do that much anymore because you just dial it up on whatever device you have and pick the song you want. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to say somebody's name and I'll probably get – who's like – there's probably somebody doing requests and dedications. I'll just – Oh, I, I guarantee you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say um, – who, uh, Who's the Who's the, the lady? Yeah, um, Delilah. Delilah. <laughs> oh, you can't say her? I don't know. Is she competition? I don't know. She's, I, the, she might be. It's just not sports competition. Who cares? I, I don't. But yeah. uh, somebody will, will send me an email. It's, it's not like most Southwest is going to her. It's fine. <laughs> That's true. Chill out. <laughs> so, Chill out. So anyway, my thought process with like the sports element of that yeah. is always built around my father-in-law. Okay. Because he's our big Reds fan. Yeah. And so I was like, when he would come into town, he'd be like kind of jokingly, he'd be like, can you show the Reds highlights tonight or something? Yeah. And I always thought, especially in Florida, 
it's so transient. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool to kind of like somebody writes in and been like, hey, I want to see the Minnesota Twins play tonight. Can yeah. you show that? Right. And so we kind of tried to do it on the radio side. We're like, hey, you come in with a topic that True. really we don't talk about normally. Yep. And, and, and we study it. And dedication and we, and we talk about it. I like that. It just huh? didn't go anywhere. Like, I don't know. We didn't, maybe we didn't do it long enough. Well, didn't, it, maybe it's just a dumb do, idea. You didn't do it. No, you didn't do it right because, I mean, Casey Kasem made his career off that. By the way, he... Casey's not wrong. Uh, Casey, our producer, he was the voice of Shaggy in Scooby-Doo. Was he really? And by the way, Shaggy's last name was Shaggy Rogers. Had no idea about that. But no, Casey Kasem made Brent, we should do that in honor of Casey Kasem. Because, you know, like, it'd be like, and, and Amy writes, Dear Amy. Or, I'm sorry, Dear Casey. You know, my That's, my boyfriend cheated on me. Uh, I'm horrible, and I need something to, to get me through it. Dear Amy. Courtesy of, of Casey Kasem, here's Cardi B. Wop. Enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, that's what he always did. Like, he always had it. This is back. pretty good by you, right? Yeah, here. yeah. This is impressive. Like, that's and good. she writes, "Dear Casey." Hey, this Casey producer Casey, go check out Casey Kasem. Yeah. and play that back. Dear and that Casey. is not bad. Yep. So, uh, Amy, in honor of you, here's your request and dedication. Here's Cardi B's Wop. Now we were gonna talk sports, but this is such a good topic. <laughs> yeah. We we went. We'll get the. Can you talk football? Yeah. Uh, People on, on YouTube or wherever in just a moment. Yeah, yeah, We'll yeah. talk more football in a moment. Yeah. But did uh, – I'm going to throw this out there, so apologies. I'm going to try and offend anybody. Mm. But did Ryan Seacrest take over for Casey Kasem in the top 40 at one time and then took over for Dick Clark on New, on New Year's Eve? Did he do both? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Seacrest is like, does, does everything, oh, I mean, and then he took over. I mean, has there ever been a guy who took over for more legends? Regis <laughs> Philbin. <laughs> right? He took over for Regis. He, no, he didn't. Yeah, doesn't he do Kathy Lee or whatever? Or whatever. Kelly. Not Kathy Lee. Kelly. Kelly. Isn't that Anderson Cooper? I have no idea, dude. I haven't uh, watched it's, Daytime. It's, it's Ryan and Kelly, but before, I think it was oh. Strahan for a little bit. It was. Okay. okay, so he didn't directly huh, take is over. with Kelly, huh? As far I, as I know. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So I'm 33, I gotta, man. I, I don't watch look that this up, But okay. if Ryan Seacrest took over for Regis, Casey Kasem, and Dick Clark, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. And he also he looks like he's 20 still too, which is ridiculous. I yeah, still guys got it all. Listen, Ryan Seacrest probably really talented. Yeah. I also think there are oh, probably here comes the about, hate. there are about 50 people. You gonna talk back about Ryan Seacrest there are now? About 50 people, maybe more. Okay. That could have walked into the thing that he walked into with the American Idol and done just fine. I think he got he was the luckiest well, person on the planet to walk into American Idol and then so, it opened up everything else. And by the way, I think he's good. He's a, he's a, uh, you, good for him. I'm not jealous of. Him. Yeah. But I don't think I would be one of those guys by the way. I'm not a musical person. Sure. So, but I think there are so many people that could have been a star uh, host of that show yeah. and he walked into it and it became like this gold mine. And the winner is We'll find out we'll after this right. break. We'll be right back. No, but you know why Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest became big in the radio? Because I actually I have the 411 because the guy I was working on possibly for the the morning show where I was doing the trial run and stuff, I had to deal with like the big time, uh, like the, the head honcho here at Cox Media. Okay. And he worked with Ryan Seacrest. And the whole reason why Ryan Seacrest became big was because when he got the American Idol gig, he also had a radio show. He did. I knew that. And it was under the advice of the guy I talked to under Cox Media that said, hey, you're on American Idol. Give us behind the scenes. Like, tell us about these artists. And Ryan didn't want to do that because, like, he's just like, dude, I, I, I love that so much already. I want to do my own thing on the radio show. Well, they talked him into doing, like, you know, the after idol kind of radio show. Yeah. 
and that became Boom. yeah because obviously you know how big of a TV show American Idol is ah. so when he does After Idol whatever it was on the radio that's what propelled him into the stratosphere and that's why we got so popular with all these by the way if you're now. now talking to head honchos here at Cox Media yeah. Group can you at least throw a good word in for me Well, I mean, this was a couple months ago. Casey, I just met you, but I'll be sure to throw your name his way as well. Hey, how about Sal Pal coming up next? Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Back to football, folks. (laughs) Oh, boy, you have that look on your face. (laughs) That grumbling Greg face. Boss asking you to do work. (laughs) Oh, I don't think it's unreasonable to ask somebody to work at work. (laughs) That's why we switched to Peak Push to Talk. (laughs) Yeah, Push to Talk is back. Connect instantly to anybody anywhere in the country. Boop. (laughs) Get used to the boop. And working at work, too. It's kind of a thing we do. Boop Nationwide. Learn more at booptotalk.com. Oh, pollen season is still hanging around. I'll take care of my allergies, but who's going to take care of keeping my truck clean? I've been going to Prime Car Wash, full service interior and exterior. And while you wait, spacious lounges, even child-friendly lounges, Starbucks coffee, iPads, Wi-Fi. Before you know it, your car or truck is cleaned. I went to the Beach Boulevard location, and there's one on San Jose as well. Give it a try. You can even get a membership. Let Prime Car Wash take care of your vehicle. Prime Car Wash, clean inside clean outside. I should have my kid tell you about Jumpin' Jack's House of Food. It's Ty's favorite burger in town. Make it one of your favorites as well. Jumpin' Jack's House of Food has three locations now. Atlantic Beach, Mandarin, and downtown Jacksonville. Change your life burgers. But they have salads, pizza, and much more on the menu too. Let Jumpin' Jack's House of Food be your great neighbor. Lunch or dinner with the family, or they will cater parties from two to five hundred people. Jumpin' Jack's HOF.com for online ordering. Jumpin' Jack's House of Food, open seven days a week. Ever wonder why so many people are opening banking accounts at Community First? Because it's a smart way to move your money around. Or do anything else you want with it. And at Community First, you don't have to pretend to be anybody special. Just Just be be yourself. You can add a Community First banking account at any branch or on your phone, tablet, or desktop at justbeyourself.com. Community First. Just be yourself. Federally insured by NCUA. No matter what you are driving, you can step up to luxury now at any of the Fields Auto Group dealerships in Jacksonville. Cadillac, Jaguar, Land Rover, Lexus, Mercedes-Benz, and Porsche. Yes, it's luxury for less at all Fields Auto Group locations in Jacksonville. Plus, you'll also be part of their exclusive Fields Amenities Program, where you will get complimentary loaners, car washes, and cafes. So whatever you're driving, see Fields first and step up to luxury for less during this amazing opportunity. Visit FieldsAuto.com. Hi, I'm here reporting from one of the vaccine locations, and we're asking people today why they decided to get vaccinated. Ma'am, why are you getting the vaccine? Why am I getting the vaccine? So that I can go back to church. The COVID vaccine is a safe and proven way to get our lives back to normal. This is why the Florida Division of Emergency Management partnered with local community leaders to create Vax904.com. Visit Vax904.com or call 357-0892 to get more information. It's time for some straight talk. Sure, saving money feels good, but cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like walk off home run in the ninth inning kind of good. Okay, maybe not that good, but pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys, plus no contract. All in America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. 
Goodyear knows the importance of keeping momentum as you head down the stretch. Momentum starts with movement. It's pulled from the air like a contested rebound. Momentum builds with steals and fast breaks and is proven by deep threes as the shot clock expires. Momentum is how we change the game. And now it's time to discover where it can take us.